You don't want you don't want some guy with sunglasses to show up uh, like, sir, are these yours? <laughs> yeah, for sure. God, it's still fucking blurry, dude. God dang it. Ah. Oh, well, have to deal with fuzzy me, bro. Sir, your country needs you, and according to these pictures, you don't have a choice. <laughs> Masturbated the wrong things. Just gonna have to do your duty. Yeah. Yeah, we also got your screen recording, so don't think we don't have. It. You can claim, just claim that all this is fake. That's right. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I don't care. It could be the FBI. I'll deny it. I don't know, man. I that's that's why I keep the tape on. You know, that way there's there's no chance of that ever happening. You know, like I. Yeah. What if it's your alibi though? Mmm. That puts me in a tricky position that, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I'd rather just not have that blackmail on me in the first place, you know? I mean, like, yeah, it could be my, my alibi, but I mean, what, it's one of those alibis where you have to admit to something, you know, that's, that's always a little bit rough in court, you know? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? But, all right? uh, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're already, we've, we're already started. So, um, yeah, yeah. You ever heard that Patrice O'Neill joke uh, that uh, he doesn't go more than thirty minutes without buying something? Mm, I don't. I don't think I have. No. No. It basically goes. Uh, that's why I always I collect receipts because and I don't go. I don't ever go thirty minutes without buying something because you kill someone in thirty minutes. <laughs> right. And I don't. And I don't litter not because I care about the earth, but because I don't want to throw my can. Over the over a bush and it lands on some dead white lady's head with my fingerprints on it. And he's not wrong. Like I, I've definitely I've definitely gotten receipts when I didn't need them. Like that 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 is one thing. Like I'll keep receipts just in case because I've definitely seen a lot of things where you know that one gas station uh, receipt will save your life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I always. Like I, I always like my dad always taught me to collect receipts when you're when you pump gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I like. I don't like. I like. I don't like going out, but I also don't like being alone because you kind of have to go out. And my my thing is like I always want to go out. It's weird. I, I'm a antisocial extrovert. I think that's how I could put it. Because I, I just had this parent paranoia where I want to be alone, but I don't want to go somewhere where there's no witnesses. You know what I'm saying? I I totally get that, actually. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, like, hey, man, if something happens to me, at least people could, could do something. Like, like also, my um, my dad has, like, a, when I was still in high school, my dad put, like, uh, got this GPS track uh, tracker that he put on our phones. It's an mm -hmm. app that, you know, you, you could tell, like, me and my sister. He could tell me and my sister's location. We could tell where he is. So it goes yeah. both ways. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, when I moved out, I, like, contemplated getting rid of it because, you know, I'm I'm doing – I'm being an adult now, and I don't need my dad supervising me. But then I realized I, I, I lived an hour away, so, you know, back and forth, and you pass a lot of bridges. And I just saw that this uh, show on Netflix called Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. And, like – that got me paranoid because at least if something happens to me, I want my dad to find my dead body. I mean, I get that, you know, it's, that's, that's sort of the question we're kind of dealing with today. You know, like, do we want, uh, 
do we want privacy or do we want security? I mean, it's, it's nice to have all these recordings and all these ways of, uh, let me plug in my laptop, all these ways of, yeah, being able to track things, but at the same time, yeah. Hold on, give it a second. You're buffering. You're buffering. You buffered. Am I good now? Right. Yeah, you're good. At the same okay. time, what? Uh, at the same, yeah, no, at the same time, I mean, uh, yeah, you've got all these recordings uh, of where you're, you're at, man. I mean, yeah, like this GPS constantly monitoring your location. I mean, it's not like your phone doesn't already do that, but, you know. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, I mean, I, I get it though. Uh, wanting, uh, wanting your dad to know where your dead body is—that's that's reasonable, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to crash. I want to crash in the river and then, like, I float away by some. Like, there's these. Like, I have this. My biggest paranoia is that I have the worst luck, and that the one in a million thing, uh, one in a million thing of happening happens to me. Right. Like that's my paranoia. Like I don't want to, like you read of of these uh people who die and they are you drinking wine? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to relax, man. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you got the, <laughs> the wine glass and everything, man. I don't know what you want from me, man. Yeah. Uh, you drink you drink like a suburban a, 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 a soccer mom. Hey, soccer moms drink white wine, okay, out of those big, like, bowl glasses. No, I, I drink red, red wine, like, professional, so. Uh, oh, Here's shit. Any, anyways, where were we? Um, yeah, um, one in the middle. Like, you read people, like, um, like, Gilbert Godfrey just died, but we don't yeah. know what it was. But, yeah, that, that fucking, that fucking hit me. But mm-hmm. you hear, like, these rare diseases that people have. And that they die from, I think, um, I think Bernie Mac died of one. It's like not the not stuff like cancer or or uh, uh, or tuberculosis or anything like that. It's like these rare diseases that like you Google them, it says one in 30 million or something, something like that chance of getting it and, and people die from them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to happen to someone, you know? Yeah. One like one in a million, bro. If you have the worst luck, that will always happen to you. Uh, the the story of the uh, that that nurse who worked on the Titanic and the uh, and the Britannic. Have That's right. That? Yeah, she survived both crashes. That's a crazy story, man. That's either she's unlucky or super lucky. I could I could tell you she never got a job after that. <laughs> Definitely not a job on boats, man. Shoot, like which and they believed in witches back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It was 1912, bro. Yeah, they still, yeah, still burn people to stake, man. Yeah. Wait, when were the uh, when were the Salem witch trials? Do you know? Oh man, that was like 16. Oh, I, I don't know exactly. Yeah, but I think before we gained independence. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you think in 1912 they still, you know, that still was going on, right? Hey, that's 300 years. Yeah. What difference does it make? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, no, no, yeah, I mean, black, I mean, black, black, black people were free by then, but of course uh, nothing else changed. Eh, I mean, as free as you can be in a government that always works against you, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I don't know. Sorry. I'm getting too deep here. That's yeah. what the wine's for. Yeah. That's, that's why. We're... 
try not to take ourselves too seriously, you know. Yeah, yeah. you have this uh this amb- ambiguous look about you, man. And and I honestly believe that maybe you're gonna ambiguous. be more successful. Yeah, you're gonna be more successful than me at some <laughs> point. <laughs> Why, dude? Like, well, for one, you you have a a look about you that's easy to identify, and your name is easy to pr- uh, easy to pronounce as well. I dude, like I, the amount of times that people have fucked up my last name, man. Like it, I, I don't know. It feels like a lot of the other comics have good comic names, you know. It, that seems like something. I mean, you gotta, yeah. You, when you go on stage, you just go by Arlo, right? No, I tell them try and say my full name, but if you can't remember it, just say Arlo. And uh, yeah, and so sometimes, like sometimes people try, a lot of times people forget, you know. Uh, I honestly, I used to get more upset uh, towards the beginning, but at this point, like, I mean, if you go on stage and the first thing you do is complain about your name being mispronounced, then like, you kind of already lose. Yeah, you're you're already losing the crowd with your bitchiness. So like, I just you just gotta roll with it. Yeah. I try to like, because you know, my I go by my initials because my, my 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 name by itself is hard to pronounce. So I, but even my initials are hard are hard to get. I get I always get into a fight because Maya and Marlo every time they host, they always uh tempted to say Za. I was like, Zah. I swear to God, like pizza, you, bro, pizza Garcia. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> That's fucked what, up. You, does your last name have a Spanish pronunciation, though? Yeah, it's uh, it's Spanish in origin. It's well, sorta. Yeah, it's Bujosa. Yeah. All right, so you are Latino. Yeah, bro. What do you think I was? I don't know. Some uh, weird, uh, Mediterranean type. I don't know. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, I I'm an ambiguous Euro- looking. Wait, European. Wait, European Latino or 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 this side of the uh, or or Latin Latin America Latino. Uh, both. I'm uh half Mexican, half Cuban, my guy. Oh shit! <laughs> <sighs> All right, but no, like your name makes it, you know, easy to remember, bro. Because, you know, my first. Name. I mean, if they, if they, yeah, yeah, they get they get your. If you think about it, your last name, isn't really that hard to remember. I mean, yeah, if you give a guy like a list of names and they have to like go off by memory, then maybe yeah, but like it, it's. It's easy to pronounce and, yeah. and short. Yeah, I guess I guess you got a point there. That's no, you're you're not wrong. Yeah, definitely. Uh, crazier names to uh, to have that you want to switch out. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some people they just uh, they just get fucked up on the uh, the J. You know, everyone. Um, like when I was trying to uh, get my social security number and my uh, my birth certificate because I need to get them, uh, I lost them uh, in a flood. Uh, small government employees always mess with me by pronouncing my name wrong. Just like, well, I'm sorry, Mister Bajosa. You know, it's like, all right, you know, fucking. I get it. Go back to where you come from, reference. Hey, come here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> So are you, so what, are you Cuban on your mom's side or dad's side or Mexican on your mom's side, dad's side? Uh, Cuban on my dad's side. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What are you, man? Yeah, I'm half, I'm also half Mexican, 
uh, but I'm also ha- uh, half Salvadorian. Oh. But you know, they don't. Uh, do you do you just like I choose to identify as one or the other? So like, I don't know what the hell I am culturally, man. I mean, I I feel like I identify more with the Cuban side just because. I don't know. I I just got raised a little bit more Cuban. I feel like they they taught me more. I just didn't know Mexican side as much. Uh, but I'm trying to improve on that. You know, gotta gotta know uh, all facets of my heritage. Yeah. But do you identify with more with one side more? Yeah, I I identify as Mexican only because every four years I need a soccer team to root for. <laughs> I mean, like I I feel that man. You know. Yeah, it's okay. We got one Mexican between us. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Romero's got that one joke where he's, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm a uh, Mexican Salvadoran, you know, because like, people don't know Hispanic sometimes like so. It's not like uh, uh, people will take the time to differentiate. That's what what bugs me. (laughs) I mean, I don't know, like at a certain point, you want to like, I'm always that guy who's about specificity, you know, I want to clarify how things are going down, but sometimes you just don't care. So it's like, it just depends on what it, day it is. You, you, if you get into it so much and one day you realize it's just not worth the effort, whatever is exactly. easy. Exactly. Yeah. No, like I used to go for every argument possible, man. And uh, every conversation would take like 45 minutes. It's like, now I just, so sometimes I just accept things, you know, like unless someone's being really stupid. That's a giant fucking water bottle you got there, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at no. least it's not weird to drink water in the morning. I mean, it's not weird to drink wine in the morning, you know, like depending on where you live. It Especially is not this <laughs> Where do you live? The woodlands? No, bro. Galleria. These people do. Oh, shit. Way yeah, no, these these guys do do way more than uh, drink wine in the morning, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like malls to be honest with you. I try to. And, yeah. There's there's just some things there that you need, so I I go there. Some. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have this theory that by 2030, the world's just gonna be uh, uh, malls from coast to coast. I, it's funny you say that because I was uh, I was buzzing, hanging out with some friends, and we had the same theory, you know, where it's like it's just gonna be uh, like Mall of America is gonna take over the Midwest, you know, Galleria is slowly gonna spread from Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, New Mexico, you know, and California, the East Coast will be their own thing. Yeah, no, just like doesn't doesn't uh, uh, the Galleria have a, an apartment complex inside the mall? I've I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I, I don't know about that. Is it a hotel or an apartment complex? It's probably you walk a hotel. Through... If, if it's, I'd be surprised if it was an apartment complex because if people are actually living in the mall, that's depressing. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the end of our society. <laughs> that's, no, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's uh, maybe that's the beginning of uh, our society acknowledging what it really is, man. You know, like you live at the mall, work at the mall. Buy at the mall, die at the mall, man. Like, bro, it's like it's like you're putting yourself on the prison, but not really because it gives you everything you need. It's, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Well, it's it's game over. It's it's game over if they connect a 
No, it's all right, man. But it's game over if they connect the grocery store. Then you're fucked. They're telling you uh, uh, you never have to leave. I mean, I think they have a uh, like a super target at the Memorial City Malls. Like that. That's that's a grocery store at that point. So like, it's only a matter of time now. You know. <laughs> you hear that uh, mall in China has a has a beach in the mall? No, that's wild. I know. Like real sand. Yeah, real sand. I don't know if it's an artificial beach or if the mall's like at the uh, on the coast where they make a beach, but no, a mall in China has a literally has a beach in the mall. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, cuz like if it was if it was an artificial beach, that would make more sense but also be a little bit off-putting, you know. I don't know how well they can pull that off. At the Bro, same an time. Artif- yeah. An artificial beach is a is a is basically just a litter box with water. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, c- complete with people peeing in it, man. I mean, shoot. Like, but at the same time, I mean, if it's on the coast, that place ever floods, you're pretty screwed. I mean, that's not ideal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much it floods in China. So we'll wait. Yeah. That theory came from <sighs> that theory came from like a, a, a I saw Bill Hicks special saying, man. I don't know if you ever seen it, but it's uh he just goes into like how how much he hates malls yeah uh and he he like went into this long bit about how much he hates hates the music today that it's all like the music is getting corporate now it's say yeah it's a cia plot to make you believe that malls are good and you say about by the year 2000 where uh the whole world is just gonna be malls yeah yeah i that kind of reminds me of that uh, that Bill Hicks bit where he's talking uh, about California just sinking to the ocean, you know, like the Arizona coast being the uh, the new place to live, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that's I was talking about that the other day. How um, you think people will still try and live in California, like as it's separating from the rest of the U.S.? Well, it's a uh... While it's there, they might as well just, you know, it's not like it's, it's going to sink soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it's going to separate hey, more. Yeah. The, pe- the people on the Titanic didn't get off right away to let Son you know. <laughs> it's not until look, bro, until the, the water is on their driveway and until the edge of the beach is on their driveway. That's when they're going to decide to move. People <laughs> will not. <laughs> if they don't want to go, they're not going to leave until they want to. The band. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen that like that clip of uh, it's like yeah so, some dude from either Houston no no it's, it's New Orleans yeah he's like knee deep in water and he's like nah man I ain't moving until this place is uninhabitable and like his house is flooded behind him and he's yeah I just, think that I think that qualifies yeah man yeah unless you're Aquaman yeah I mean he's <laughs> yeah I guess so <laughs> yeah uh do you ever have like flooding problems with uh with your house not in my house because i think there's like a a creek system uh built in my neighborhood yeah Yeah, there's like this deep uh uh uh, there's storm drains and there's this creek like uh that goes around like goes through the neighborhood around the edge okay yeah like just yeah like a bayou or something yeah no yeah Yeah, like a artificial bayou and i think that was smart because now 
my grandma's house floods, you know, and I also think it's an elevation thing. Mm-hmm. No, it is. I, uh, right before, uh, the year before Harvey, um, our house got flooded in the tax day flood. Yeah. And it wasn't even, it, it was water. It rained like further up North and our neighborhood just had terrible drainage. So, uh, we lived at the bottom of this bowl in the street and saw the water just like drained down to where we were. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, elevation's a bitch, man, especially when HOAs don't let you, uh, lift your foundation. Yeah. Man. And you're Cuban. So I know you had to build a raft with like home supplies and shit. <laughs> hey, you say you were more okay. Cuban. Let's get yeah. some mattress and some plywood. Drudge. Like, Trash cans are buoyant, man. Yeah, like get some <laughs> lawn chairs, trash cans. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey. You ever um like who do you uh who do you watch all the time in mm. terms of stand-up? Uh you know, I actually saw this one episode, I think it was when you were talking to Mondragon, where you said um when I'm list like when you're listening to comedy, you try and listen to uh, several comedians. Ten yeah, ten guys yeah. at the same time. Yeah, because um, I noticed the same thing. I mean, when I started listening to one voice too much, I started imitating that voice. I mean, it's I can't help it. Like it's like I when I was young, I used to watch uh, these this Irish TV show that was it was a comedy show. It's called Black Books, and uh, my accent would start like getting little sing-songy aspects you know i'd start like imitating an irish accent so it, yeah i'm definitely um but to answer your question uh before comedy i obviously you know i listened to a lot of uh bill burr um maria bamford uh let's see uh kyle Kinane's pretty cool i don't listen to him as much as i used to uh john mulaney yeah it's uh it's yeah. been yeah, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, what? No, no, no. I I try to do the the to the voice. I do the voice. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you're fucking with it. Yeah, no. I don't know. When you bring up John Mulaney around comics, you get different reactions. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, around all my uh, like my theater friends, you know, like of course they love John Mulaney because that's just that whole. I like I like I love John Mulaney and. Yeah, uh, I wa I've watched him for a while now, uh, and when I found out he was like a, a, a he, he was a, an addict and he had to go to mm -hmm. rehab and he was struggling with all that, I just loved him more. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I I was talking uh, I was talking to someone else about it. I think that's part of why comics are a little bit suspicious about him because he seemed too much like a showman. You know, he seemed like a like a 1930s carny with that that hype. Just the the. Just the look, the voice, the everything, and so like we had to, we had to find out he was a piece of shit to actually admire him more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a piece of shit, just just someone who you know he, he's eh, a little bit, but you know, yeah, just just someone who's got his own little stuff. bit. <laughs> <laughs> he he's got his own things going on, man. We all got our demons, and uh, no, I uh, <laughs> no, I saw him uh, at the Toyota Center. Uh, and it was pretty, yeah, like one of his first jokes was like, uh, I've never plugged my merch before, so uh, please buy my shirts. <laughs> like, 
if you if you buy if anyone here buys one shirt my financial problems will be over and it like i love that because because it adds a just an element of not seediness but just like he feels more like like a like a comic man the comics that that we know where it's he he's trying to get his shit together a little bit more it's it's funny yeah, yeah. i you can empathize more with it i like it yeah yeah it's um that's what I what I like about comedy. What what I get into a fight with a, a lot of people who just don't understand it is that uh, 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 like trauma, like comedian that comedians have makes it makes what we do like like easier, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, I I got into this one. Uh, I, I like I even uh, uh, had to break up with a girl because. She just couldn't understand that that comedy was how I deal with my trauma. And she was very, you know, you should never laugh about stuff out like that. Well, I'm go going to have to like it's my like, think about this, you know, like public. I, and, and I made this point before, you know, how public speaking is like a, a top three fears and, and, yeah. and like it's people's top three fears. Like they, there's a lot of people who fear public speaking more than death. Mm -hmm. You know how fucking how much trauma you have to have to for public speaking to become like so passe to you. Mm -hmm. You know how much shit you have to go through to say that public speaking like is not look, man, I, I whatever like I've been through and whatever I want to talk about is worth more than what I want. Because like when we start comedy, man, it's not like we were we're made for the stage. No, we that fear of of being on stage is is there but yeah. you know how much like uh, how much you have to have inside you to like saying you know what me going on stage and and and, and neither and and fuck and, and fuck around is so desirable to me that f fuck this fuck this fear of public speaking i want to do this yeah no i mean it's uh you got to push past that that anxiety that 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 nervous energy and that excitement but at the same time i mean that that also definitely helps you uh, get the energy to uh, to be up there in the first place. You know, it's a weird dichotomy. Yeah, that's that's weird that you wouldn't understand that comedy is how you deal with the pain, though. I mean, that's that's old as time. You know, like the yeah, laugh laugh now, cry later. I mean, I'm I'm a little surprised. Yeah, I guess some people it's just a little bit harder to understand. I mean, they. Uh, some people, here's what I, yeah, yeah. Here's what I hate is when people tell you, um, where they decide not to like you based on where they decide you're not funny based on the fact that they don't like you. Basically. Oh, yeah, where, uh, like how do I, how do, how do I put this? Like, like when the, the, um, when the Chris Rock thing happened at the Oscars, um, people decided to say Chris Rock is not funny because uh -huh. they like. I'm like say like the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah, like it's genuine. You cannot like Chris Rock, but you're not gonna like say you don't like him because you didn't like some he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, there's a difference between, um, well, I mean, actions do speak on the man, but at the same time, you can't judge a man based on one action, 
during his whole life, you know? I mean, people do that. And also, they're acting as if he did something, as if he's the bad guy. When, you know, I mean, Will Smith was laughing at that joke until Jada gave him an ugly look, and then he decides to slap him on stage. Yeah. I mean, apparently and Samuel Jackson got a uh, an Oscar for the first time in his career. I had no idea until, like, last week. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, no. Bro, you like, know that like, you know that Samuel Jackson is seventy four. That that's, I mean, he's been acting for a while, man. Like he, uh, I, I thought he was in his fifties. I was surprised to know he was like a, a seven, a man in his seventies. Bro, see, that's like that's black people got it right, man. Like use lotion, take care of your skin, and just like fucking. Also, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, he he's also Samuel Jackson. So. I don't know what that means, but you know, yeah, I guess you can afford to look younger. Uh, they basically, what I'm saying is they, um, they're hu like humorless people. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say, you know, uh, your, let's say your father's a, your, your parent, you have a parent who was a quadriplegic, you know, mm -hmm. that's a tough life. So mm -hmm. you, so if you're not like into comedy when you're dealing when you live a life taking care of a, a parent who's who who's who has who's a disabled parent to be mm -hmm. say the least. So if you're not like a hero, like if comedy's not in your life at that point, the fact you, you would never go to a comedy show unless you feel like you have the strength to to to, to laugh through it. So if you're like if you're dealing with something like that and you go to a comedy show, you have to like understand that there's going to be some, there's going to be, there's a risk. Mm -hmm. You're, you're not, you're not, what's the word? Humorous. You're, um, not, you're not a humorous person. So you go to a comedy show and now, and then you get like mad mm -hmm. because someone makes a joke that accidentally hit too close to home. Right. I mean, the whole point of comedy is to, uh, you know, first make people laugh and then, you know, second challenge ideas and uh, try and translate pain however possible. I mean, there's, I, I never stop talking about it because I, I think it's amazing. Uh, this one Stanhope bit where he talks about um, uh, an school shooters. School uh, shoot, maybe, <laughs> fucking. No, no, no. No, uh, no, no, an assisted suicide, uh, helping his mom with assisted suicide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's dark. It's, it's, it's wholesome at the same time. It's funny. It, it's this interesting combination of emotions. And it's everything that I want to get, like, out of writing. I, I want to be able to get there with that type of writing where you can mix all those themes of, of emotion, seriousness, and humor, because I mean, that's, that's a good story. That that's a full experience. And that's, that's a great way to use comedy to challenge pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Some people just have it and, and they think that's not is, is some everyone has, and it's not some people deal with, let me tell you something. Like, here's a person, like, it, this is a personal experience for me. Uh, when my grandfather died last uh, this November, um, sorry like, yeah, he and we were close. He's not just like uh, uh, my mom's dad who 
lived in the, no he's like he lived in the same he lived in houston mm-hmm. i used to visit it every time i visit him every time i had the chance and, and we were like we were close so th- it really hurt me when it, when he passed mm-hmm. and i was angry and i was angry because he 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 died he was work he was working on his yard all day and he just collapsed in his and after he just finished putting everything up and he he collapsed in his driveway and they left him there and i was just angry whoa um yeah. he always had he always wore hats he always wore like hats when he um was working and he he just put his hat down uh before he collapsed and you know i i wanted to take the hat you know and and you know and so I took the hat. My uncle said, yeah, you should keep it. So like, he would he would want you to keep it. Mm-hmm. Now, what my grandfather always did was he's, you know, it was one. It, had, it was one of those with the strap in the back. With the Velcro and mm-hmm. he's he's what he did. He stitched it together. So he stitched the Velcro to, to be set so nobody else could use it. So it was only stuck on his size. <laughs> and. I remember like, so I had, I have this hat, I have his hat to this day and it's in my truck and like, I never take it out. Mm-hmm. I, I used to call my best friend all the time. Cause I, I was so angry. I was just like livid because like the last time I saw him, he was like laying on his drive, a driveway with the, with a sheet over him. Mm-hmm. And I told him like, after I calmed down, like after like I got all my rage out and like, I calmed down a bit. It was like, I told him, Hey, like I told my best friend, Hey man, like I, I took his hat. It's stitched up and now I can't because I have a big head compared to him and like it didn't fit me. And like I took his hat, man, and he stitched it up. So now I can't wait. I can't even wear it. And my friend just goes, hey, man, I ain't gonna lie. You got a You got a big ass head. And I was like, you know, the, and it just made me feel better. Yeah. yeah my, my friend knows he could joke around with me at mm-hmm. that. I was like, bro, at that point, I would have welcomed someone telling me. Hey man, what you're getting in the wheel? Like just to like get a rise out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh shit, man! I'm getting my birthday gift. My the birthday gifts I got him back. My grandpa never liked that shit. <laughs> but I want to like the fact that people who know me understand that I need a. I'm like I'm. I'm a humor. I'm a humorful person. I'm a. I'm a funny person. That that the way I deal with pain is that way. Yeah, like and you gotta some, break the tension, man. Yeah. Yeah, and like, some people aren't like that, and they go to comedy shows, not being they're, they're not built like us. Is basically what I'm trying to trying to say. We're like we have this, and some people who aren't even co- comedians have that in them. They 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 just have the the will to joke around about about whatever, and mm-hmm. and they go to comedy shows and 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 just can't handle it because they don't see it how we see it. Hmm. I mean, it's, I feel like it's really a question of loosening up and just changing your perspective, man. I mean, it's um, a problem with people nowadays is that they're, they're too self-aware. They're, they're, they're taking themselves too seriously, you know, and especially uh, like 2015 to now, you know, you have people um, looking to find reasons to be upset. And I think with, I don't know. I, I think it really is just like a lack of understanding. I mean, they they see they see jokes as insults or or just like, yeah, just just poor taste or or being disrespectful. And um, I, I was thinking about it, you know, 
how comedy is, uh, it's like briefly losing your sanity, just like just releasing a little bit of gas, you know? Like, because uh, the, the reason why I thought about that was, um, hmm, have you ever seen someone have like such an extreme mental breakdown that they just start laughing, you know? Like, like they're, yeah. they're so, they're so like fucked or like just they, 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 they've gone through something so insane that uh, they're just like laughing, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty scary when you see it in person, because uh, like watching someone break down and start laughing, you know, like they look like they're going insane. Oh, dude, your cat's adorable, man. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, yeah. Be, yeah, she's very therapeutic, though. Yeah. Oh, for real, man. Yeah. Like my dad, my dad hates having animals in the house. But huh. every time, like he, I never seen him laugh more constantly since we got the cat. Just because, you know, it, it, it was very helpful. Mm-hmm. No, cats. Yeah. No, animals are good for. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like shoot. I mean, I knew someone who. Uh, yeah, her dad didn't like cats. He like he didn't want any animals in the house at all. Yeah, and then you know, sure enough, that that thing with dads, like, hey. he, uh, yeah, talking to your cat. Yeah, better be careful. She, she's climbing up my, my shelves. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, man, it's Did you ever, right. like, look right at you and just knock shit over? No, never looked at me. She knows not to knock, knock, knock stuff over. Okay. Yeah. You know what? And here's how I know people, like, people ha could change if they just don't take themselves too serious. Um, yeah, no, I, exactly. I, yeah. yeah, I hate it. Well, I hated cats. I hate cats. <laughs> Like yeah. the place where I used to live at, I used to live in a house. I, I you know, I rented out a room. There was mm -hmm. this cat. It was the house mouser. Basically, it was a black cat named Smoke. And I mm -hmm. fucking hated him. It would hiss at me and try to bite me. It would block the fucking stairwell. And, and like I'd be stuck downstairs because like, it, won't, it won't it won't shoe off. Mm -hmm. and, like, and I hated this cat and I hated cats before then. But then I had to rescue. We had to rescue this one. Mm -hmm. And like when it was a it was mean, it was just like angry. My dad was so afraid, like when it was a kitten, mm -hmm. he, he was he was afraid she would um she would die of rage because that's how pissed off she was. Oh, shit. But then she calmed down and like we warmed up to it. Like I still hate cats, but I love my cat, basically. Yeah, I get that. Honestly, I mean, cats are. Uh... Yeah, no, I'm more of a cat... dog person, to be honest, but yeah, I, my cat is different. Mm hmm. No, I mean, when you find a cat that uh, you can work with, yeah, no, they're a lot of fun, man. Yeah, they're still little assholes, but, you know, they're adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I like the curse at my cat, like, like from time to time. Anyways. Yeah. Bro, I get so, I, I get so gay when, 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 like, my, when I play with my cat sometimes. <laughs> I was first, not sure you're supposed to use that word that way anymore, bro. No. No, I, I yeah, it's a. Okay. No, I'm fucking. With, no, like, I'm, 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 I'm totally fucking with you, dude. No, no, no. I no, feel no. effeminate when I play with my cat sometimes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Now we used to have this cat named Waffle, who like he was, he was a male calico, and he was just a weird little dude, man. Like he would only like it when you held him for a certain amount of time. And he started growling at you and like trying to attack you and then yeah, jump down. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, I hate this, uh, like cats are such an, a, a, a feminine, 
a, a creature. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's that's how uh, symbology, I guess, you know, likes to, uh, you know, dogs dogs are male, cats are female. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm st- like I, like I said, I'm still a dog person, but mm-hmm. you know, I make do with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going back to it, um, you know what I think about? it is, man. When when you talk yeah. about people who get offended, it's mostly it's mostly women. Mostly I mean. Women. Yeah, like, like you, I know it may sound, it, it may sound, it may sound sexist, but it's because most women have this like nurturing, uh, uh, uh they have they're, they're so nurturing by nature that why you sneeze, they're so nurturing by nature that they can't process that something mean can be funny. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I feel like the women that get offended, it's usually uh. I mean, at comedy shows, it's always the girlfriend, you know? It's the guy who, like, he wants to laugh, but his girlfriend didn't like the joke, and so he's, like, he gives, he lets out a little chuckle, you know? It's yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah like, like... They can't process, basically, that that being mean can, can equal funny. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's what it gets to. But that's why you get, like, every time a woman, like, like bro, my favorite female comedians, they're the most shrewd bitches to ever live. I swear to God. Yeah. Bro, fucking Joan Rivers, Phyllis mm-hmm. Diller, uh, Wanda Sykes today, Wanda bro. Sykes, yeah, yeah, she's these, bro. They're such mean bitches that they're so fucking funny, man. Like, that, you ever bro, listen to uh, Natasha Leggero, man? No, she she's um, got she she, yeah, she's got this like queen bitch thing to her uh, to her comedy, but it's not uh it's not contrived. Like it actually works well with the act. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, I don't have to do. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah, but like most women, like have this, just can't process that being like you know. Hey, no, no biting, <laughs> bro. You it's can't train for. It's a lot. No, bro. I, I want a teacher not to bite. I, I don't understand. I, like I get mad at my dad when when he plays with her and mm-hmm. he just let and he just lets he lets her bite him. I was like, dad, like, don't let her. That's that's how she gets. That's how she gets used to think. I, mean, I don't pet, want her to think it's yeah. playing. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, if you pet them from like uh, I read somewhere, if you pet them like from head to the tip of their tail, like starts generating a lot of static electricity. Which, that's why they get a little bit like freaky sometimes and like try and bite you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that. It's uh, <laughs> I got it's a little gay. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but all right, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. They just can't like a lot of women don't think, Hey, that's mean. So that can't be funny. You're talking about something. Even like the, per- if the person they're talking, like we're talking about is, is, um, is laughing with the joke. That's mm-hmm. why. Uh, that's why I like watching watching roast battles, bro. It was like, mm-hmm. like we saw the the roast of uh of Alec Baldwin with, and mm-hmm. I I was just watching like rewatching it today, like where where uh, uh Blake Griffin was making fun of of, of Caitlyn Jenner, and uh, it was yeah. like the most. Everyone's going ooh and ah, but like you can't like deny the fact that you when you when you saw Kate when they moved to Caitlyn, she was like so excited that that mm-hmm. oh my god he went there. But, but that's why 
roast when you when you see a, 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 like these roasts mm-hmm. that like it, it, it's better for comedy because you see the people that 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 pe- they're talking about are, are yeah. right there laughing along with it that they can like it, it's easier to process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's uh, there's something about seeing the same person in the room uh, laughing at what they're saying because. Uh, People definitely definitely try and take the angle that like, oh, you said that joke on stage and they're not around. It's kind of like talking behind their back in front of a crowd, you know, like it's I, that's actually kind of funny. I never thought about a roast that way. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I like it because. Uh, I like seeing, you know, like Blake Griffin, Caitlyn Jenner, Alec Baldwin, his daughter, like even his daughter was roasting him. I love that. You know, that that's that's great. Yeah. Talking about the voicemails and stuff, you know, I mean, that's. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's people that that just don't take themselves serious, man. Is mm-hmm. they like bro, I was I've always wanted to do this. I don't think I I've always wanted to. I've always tried, but I don't I don't think I've ever gotten the chance. Like I want to go through some I want to go through some like clips of of it on Instagram that I save that just, you know, that uh that that they just show like so uh, uh, more of what we're talking about. I want to show, like, one of my favorite comedians too is like is Bernie Mac. Like, I mm-hmm. love Bernie Mac. It's just uh, from like everything about him, from his aura to 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 the character he put on. It was like so. It's so amazing. I, I like one time he told he had to tell his daughter. I was like, um, I forgot like what he told his daughter. He's like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hear daddy say some crazy stuff but mm-hmm. just know this is daddy's job and 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 daddy's gonna have to act crazy for his job mm-hmm. and like it got to the point where his daughter started defending him like he ain't really like that it's just <laughs> jokes and, yeah. like, and what i love about bernie mac is that he was so just raw that people mm-hmm. like had to love him mm-hmm. uh, uh just and i want to show this clip that has so much context that that age Super well. Hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Can you uh can you see what I'm uh, where I'm going? No, I can see. just see a recording of you. Uh, let me see. You gotta do uh share screen, I think. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, here we are. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I, I, let's hope like I could uh, uh, sh- uh, uh, show these because, you know, it's social media. Everyone can view it. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Here? Uh, sort, not really now. Barely here, bro. Can you turn up the volume? Here. Yeah. I'll, uh, Gosh, dang it. Was it Wait, down? Get... All right, here we go. Wait, oh boy. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. We're... yeah. Hold on, right there. You oh, know, yeah. Bernie's denying it, but you could tell he actually said that. 
Yeah, you can't, yeah, no, no. you can't hurt me. Like he could deny it all he wants, but we all like anyone who who watch watch Bernie Bernie Mac knows he actually probably said that. <laughs> no, it sounds like his voice. Yeah, it makes sense. You can't hurt me. That's right. <laughs> oh man oh this yeah ate, this ate so well <laughs> yeah oh Dude, man that was that was awesome yeah he's right though why would you want to hit chris man yeah <laughs> yeah all yeah. right now let me figure out how to not share the screen no more uh i think you just hit the same oh, button the same button is not popping up uh let me see uh i don't think I, like because i want to do this again but like oh shoot don't do that i know we should we should probably like work this out while we were um yeah <laughs> but no we're trying it for the first time if if i can never can't do it now probably we're never gonna do it again hell yeah, yeah. dude learning on the job man that's you know, about. remember when I, yeah, remember when I said like uh, 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 Patrice O'Neill was the funniest, uh, like, in my opinion, was the funniest man to ever live. Yeah, like, that's he's my number one. I want to oh, show this as like a, a characterization of uh, who he was. If I could just. Um... Oh, here it is. Huh. Wait. Oh, there you go. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Huh, but. Remember why I was told like Patrice O'Neill was like the funniest man to ever live to me because that guy was on stage. He was that guy all the time. Like Bernie Mac would put on the Bernie Mac persona when he went on stage and then like and then you see like some of it, but it wasn't him all the time. Yeah. You know, when it, Bernie Mac, but Patrice O'Neill was just him like on stage. He was him uh, on the radio. He was him interviews. He was him like on the street walking. He was uh -huh. him. Like, yeah. bro, like there's these like audio of him, like when there, there was this thing called the walk, whenever a radio show like went from satellite to XM, I think it was, they yeah. were like, you know, went live. They took microphones and went on the street and you could just hear Patrice just talking shit to the people <laughs> like, hey, man, hey, man, if you're racist, talk to a black man or something like that. What yeah. is this world coming to? No one will stop and talk to a black man or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I also want to show like. Yeah, like, I also wanted to show this, okay, because it 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 just attests to like how fun like how funny it was even when like it was unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can barely hear that son of a bitch. Wait. Here, I'm just gonna put my ear right right next to the speaker. Do you like, do you even hey do you have earphones? Uh, oh, wait, shit. Yeah. What am I doing, dude? Hey, I think that would have been solution number one. Nah, nah, bro. We like doing things. That's the hard your plan, way. bro. That was your plan C. It should have yeah, been plan that... A. The worst part is that it was my plan C. I don't know why. <laughs> like, they're right, right they're on my they're on my desk, dude. Like, I should have known. All right, let's. All right, these... Is your audio? Can you hear me through your through your earphones? Uh uh no let me just uh hook it up real quick only take a minute ba -ba 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 -ba. 
All right. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right. Now your audio is a little like a, a cloudy, so like I think after this clip, I think you we you you can take him off again. For sure. Yeah. All right, no problem. No. Yeah. Good. I can't really catch that, man. I'm so sorry. Oh. Can you kind of hear it? I I hear noises, bro. I cannot hear it. Like I I can only hear the distant sound of what he's trying to say. Like, well, what, what's he trying to say though? Like, he's just talking shit at the models. Yeah, where are we? Um, let me play. I hate the. Oh, you know what? Let me turn off my microphone. Uh, I'm gonna mute myself and see if you could just hear the uh, screen share. Okay. Wait, let's see yeah. if that works. Mm -hmm. Nothing, bro. Now I can't hear shit. Oh wait, I think it's playing out of your like computer speaker, and I'm hearing it through your microphone. It's not like going through. Yeah, you're still muted, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, audio. Select microphone. Uh, <laughs> it's going great. No. Wait, wait. Um. Here we go. Better? Yeah, better. It's kind of shit quality, but yeah, no. I'll, yeah. Yeah, no, it is better, though. I'll try and hear. Hmm. I think the screen share audio is different. I think it might be. Damn. I thought we could figure uh, this out today. Uh, that's all good, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's all good, man. I mean, but yeah, no, like, I mean... There he is, just models, just just being. I mean, I you know he's. Uh... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Yeah, I listened to uh, a lot of stand up during COVID. Uh, I would just walk my dog up and down the street, and uh, that's actually once I first discovered Patrice O'Neill. Um, he's got this uh, this one recording on spotify where it's like uh b-sides or just like unreleased or something and it's um it, it's a whole lot of just jokes that you wouldn't normally hear uh and a whole lot of crowd work yeah and, and i like that like a whole lot of crowd work on a special you know he was probably the he, he was probably the best at that to be honest with you mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's it's funny that you're mentioning that how like bernie mac he's got more his his persona and then, yeah, no, Patrice O'Neill, that that's just him. Like, his, he is his exaggerated persona. Yeah. It's weird, because there's definitely comics like that, where, I mean, shoot, Gilbert Godfrey, he he had, like, a, a thing, you know? Like, he wasn't always the, the squinty-eyed, screeching guy. He, uh, yeah, that, that, that was a character. Picture the scene. 
That's right. Uh bro. I just um like you know what, what what makes me sad is that's like we just lost an entire era of, of comedy. Mm-hmm. Bro, you had Norm Macdonald, then Bob Saget, now Gilbert. That's one era, man. It's like like yeah. Jesus Christ. Like I can't like I can't believe that those three like just are are, are just gone. Mm-hmm. I mean it's yeah, no, it, it's what Norm Macdonald is the one that really got me. And I was surprised. I don't know. I would I don't want to say surprised, but like people mourned for him for a while. And I think it's because, I mean, you know, he was so much himself. Like it's Norm, you know, like it, it's his weird ass jokes, his his barely trying, his just like flat delivery that somehow works. I mean, it's uh especially with funny people dying. I don't know. It's just you you see so much life and so much joy in them, so much yeah, defiance of pain, man. I mean, that's I always go back to that, and I I I think it's true. You talk about sad. yeah. You talk about people being characters, but Norm Norm was a character, but he was that character. He was that character. Yeah, like Patrice. Like, yeah. All the yeah, yeah all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't believe the thing with Norm is I couldn't believe someone could be that weird and that like genuinely all the fucking time. It's like. That's why he's like, like he's in, he's one he's one of the best in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so weird. He's got like this, yeah, kind of disingenuine, di- disingenuous honesty. I, I don't know what it is, but it's this weird mix of conflicting, uh, conflicting styles. I I don't know how to describe. Yeah, what he had, but it, it was. It was being it was being himself, man. I, I think that's uh what we're all trying to do, you know. Either like find the character that's an exaggerated version of us or try and be the most us we can possibly be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The worst part is when us isn't funny. I think I just heard someone say like this. Like, you know, I just went to this show and he was so him. He he wasn't funny, but he uh no one he he was as much it's fucked up. Dude. I never be, I've seen someone be so him. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. Man. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's there's different versions of you, you know. Like, but yeah, no. If you is not funny, then that's not exactly ideal. Yeah. 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 I could. Um, another reason I think you you're probably gonna be more successful than me. Like, and there's a there's another way. There's um there's no right way to do it. People just have to find their own style. It's like, you know, I think that's the only P this is the most like comedy is the most self self-taught thing in the world. It's like, you know, maybe you could put filmmaking and and, uh, uh, music up there with, with, but not really, but it's the most, uh, uh, you have to teach yourself thing in the world. Like, Mm -hmm. and bro, and the way, and like when I see you, bro, you are the most organized or well, you, you bro, you you show up to I know you say you probably abandoned the folder, but you have like folders and notebooks like like you were just doing like you you like like a lawyer. You show up to like open mics as a lawyer <laughs> with all your fold <laughs> with all your folders and notebooks and stuff. I was oh, like, geez, I 
like, and I, I think to myself, like, either I'm lazy or that, I, or that's just his style, his way of doing it that, that, that seems to work. But like, I just can't, you know, I, I'll go with the ladders just so it can make, make me feel better. Cause I could just, I just have like this little notepad that, that I have to, that I, that I use. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely gotten shit from my manila folder, you know, it, it's one of those things where people kind of laugh at it, you know, cause they're like, why? But I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, see, I feel like me having all the, the folders and the paper, it's like part, partially me trying to be prepared and partially a result of me being somewhat unprepared. I mean, it, I guess it kind of depends. It depends on the day. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like I've just got, uh, I've got jokes that I wrote for one open mic that I just, I never looked at again. And then I rediscover it and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Why don't I uh, try this out? Yeah. I can try this out again. Um, I do like, I do kind of want to get one of those little, little those little books though. Cause um, writing's different when you do it like pencil to paper, you know, like psychologically it, it's a different experience. We're more in tune with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. It's, it's um. Well, well, like what I what I what I started doing is that I started. I think I might need like a, a, a more than a notepad now because what I what I figured is um, I'm trying to uh, what I found out that's useful is like overload a set list. Yeah. Because like I I want to give myself so much to talk about that if I don't get to anything, it, like it's okay, but I also don't want to be like like if I if I under. Like if I undermine it, then I then I'm like I'm I'm just gonna be quiet for for too long. There's too many like like I don't want to have like I want to have make sure I have enough to talk about. But you know, in order to be safe, I make sure I got too much to talk about. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Avoid like ten minute pauses in between each joke. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I mean it. I've definitely made that mistake in the past. Like I mean I'm I'm a rookie man. You know, like we're we're both new. We're both. Uh, just yeah, like just blind, just walking in kind of blind and slowly figuring our way there. But uh, yeah, I did that once where I I had a set list that was too short and I realized I fucked up and I guess I just kind of rambled for about two minutes. Yeah. So. Bro, you hate when like you have to when you have to like move on to, to rambling because, you know, you're not going any anywhere with this. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I do want to get better at that, man, because those people who can just get up on stage and talk uh, and, and just just do their thing. Like, I remember I, one time Marlo Ray was like, huh, I wonder what I'm talking about on stage today. And I was like, I want to get there, you know, where it's like I can just walk up because there's there there's a looseness, man. There, there's where like you're you're just letting go and you're you're trying to go down the natural avenues of conversation and 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 see where it leads you yeah i mean that that's nice yeah it's less canned yeah mm. mm-hmm. yeah but you know it's also nice to uh be prepared and have jokes that you worked on you know like yeah spend time uh tweaking yeah i heard um i heard like uh Andrew Dice Clay used to do some like every time, like he would go on stage and just see how long for how long he could be quiet mm-hmm. and just not say anything. <laughs> Dude, I, it's, yeah. 
that just sounds like him. I could just and because he's such a funny looking person, I think that's just like uh, that. Like just seeing that will be worth it. Hmm. I mean, uh, Andy Kaufman had this one bit where um, he was like a guest on. Uh, he, he was a guest uh, actor on SNL. And uh, the whole bit, it's, I don't know if you've seen it, but like he, he's silent. He just puts on a vinyl record and he just like stays silent, like listening to the record until it gets to the chorus. And he like does this big flourish and like sings the chorus. Then he goes silent and yeah, and just like sits next to the record. Yeah, it's very alt comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Silence is fun though. You got to get better at it. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get better at it because it's, um, you know, you can't be afraid of it. It's it's just as useful. It, it builds tension bubbles. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. So wait, you got any any uh show showcases coming up, bro? Anywhere you're gonna be soon? Uh yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna be uh, I've got two things going on the same day. I'm gonna be hosting a uh, a showcase at Leon's Lounge on the uh, the 28th of April. And uh, later that night, I'm also going to be doing uh, Unusual Suspects. So, yeah, that should be pretty fun. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. great. Mm. Well, man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Like, and yes, I'll see you on the open mics, man. For sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, having me on, man. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Oh.